0: And welcome to Aussie Vision I'm Dale And g'day, I'm Mike and welcome to our first episode from on the ground in Liverpool. Yes, we have arrived. It was quite the journey, but um, we're here. And isn't Liverpool delightful? I really like it. It's a really interesting city. We're we're staying we're staying li- literally next to the stadium. I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> free, like out the window, and in this very interestingly styled apartment. But we love it. It's one way of putting it. And I have to say,
1: this weather is nuts. It's like Melbourne on crack. Oh, it is. It's like raining, and
0: then all of a sudden it's sunny, and then you. have taking your jacket on, you're taking your jacket off, but it's great. It's been pretty full on, and I must say, day one for us was incredibly busy because we got in on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. Mm-hmm. So we had a big day yesterday when we went and picked up our press accreditation. Uh-oh. Bit of a drama there. Yeah, we did get we did get a little bit of a slap on the wrist for good reason. We did take a photo with our press accreditation badges visible, Ooh. which is a breach of security, and we were promptly <laughs> told off by the Eurovision account on Twitter and caused a bit of a Twitter storm yeah well quite rightfully it is our fault apparently we should have read the handbook though didn't you read the handbook there's a handbook <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that was all sorted it wasn't a big drama no. and that's fine totally our fault on that side mm. um but then we caught up with Liv from the Ausvision team who was here already mm. um we caught a little bit of uh Ukraine's interviews down at the OGAE um club interviews part yes and also a little bit of Germany as well lovely space there it's going to be terrific that Euro club really years and we didn't quite catch Spain because we had to head back up and have a chat with Andrew Lambru, who's been doing obviously these weekly check-ins with us so we got a chance to talk to him um, on the ground. Yeah great to meet him in person and um, obviously we'll have a bit more about that a bit later in the podcast. Exactly we'll have the full chat at the end of this podcast episode and then finally um, with number one Kiriakos arrived in town and we all went off to this Nordic party last night. Geez, they can party yes (laughs) well basically it was uh iceland norway sweden denmark who am i missing Finland, yes, <laughs> and Estonia, who just kind of came along for the Nordic ride. I think <laughs> it was great fun. A lot of
1: artists there. Our Australian delegation was there as well, so who probably will never speak to me again.
0: <laughs> so, but no, a, a fun was had. Voyager were there. It was really great. A lot of artists. Yeah, it was a really fantastic chance, and there was some uh, performances by all of them. So mm. to be that close with, like, uh, you know, all of them, but particularly like Lorreen and and uh, Cardia it was quite incredible. And there were so many Eurovision artists there who were just sitting and partying like fans like Voyager obviously there was Remo there was um, Victor Vernicos. I was just sitting next to him as he's going off about Lorraine it was very bizarre it was a bit like that sing-along scene in the Eurovision movie but we were Anna Odobescu, and everyone else was
1: stars around us <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Everybody was in party mode. It was a great, great time.
0: Had to say fantastic party. Really, really good. All right, and before we go too much on about it, I have to mention, you did get to chat to Sasha (laughs) Jean-Baptiste again for anyone who listened to the podcast last year. Mike got to chat to his little hero Sasha, and she remembered you. She remembered
1: me, probably because I was dragged off by security last time. No. um, She was lovely. She is so lovely, and we had a good old chat about Albania and a few other things. So, lovely to see Sasha again.
0: Yeah, I must say, there's a few people that I don't get you know the starstruck by but like getting to shake her hand and talk to her for a while i was like i'm never going to wash my hand again <laughs> she just has a presence doesn't she so yeah, well, you know marvin deepman wasn't there so i couldn't fanboy over him so yeah so cool. there was a lot of um yeah a lot of starstruck moments about her but a wonderful night and just day one mm. of everything we did and the way my voice is going i don't know how day 10 going to sound but uh, we'll, we'll get there exactly all right well let's talk about the rehearsals because they've been going on all during the week now for the first day rehearsal We only get pictures, which is great to sort of see, you know, costumes and whatnot and be of TikToks. Mm -hmm. But second rehearsals, we do get 30 seconds of vision. Now, obviously, that doesn't tell us everything, doesn't Mike? Exactly. So we've got to be a little bit careful about making judgments on these things. It's only 30 seconds we've seen, but that's not going to stop us. Yeah, exactly. Well, at least I think we're going to get a little bit of a kind of hint, and 30 seconds is enough to kind of go, what are they doing? Exactly. What's this likely to look like? Is it a national final type performance just on crack, or is it um, something that's completely different? Mm-hmm, absolutely. All right, so we're not going to go through every single one, but we're going to go through a key few here. All right, well, let's start with, of course, Australia. Now, we could tell from the pics and the videos you saw, there is a car on stage. Yeah, a very big prop. Uh, and it also, I think, centers
1: the stage a bit for Australia as well.
0: Yeah, and look, Danny's a massive car person. The t- make and model's very important to him. He has one at home as well. He obviously starts inside the car from what we can see, which I think is a great thing because you're going to focus in on that, and then he's obviously going to get out at some point and then bring up the big scene of the whole thing. So I like what they're doing. I like the LEDs, that kind of 80s type of vibe, and we're definitely seeing some pyro. Yeah, absolutely. Everything we want from it. Hopefully, they make that big
1: finish really, really big. But um, first impression is very positive, and and the chatter is very positive about Australia as well.
0: Yeah, we're feeling really good about it. Like, I think, um, you know, every rehearsal is going to, you know, improve and improve and improve, but, you know, they know how to perform on stage, and then it's harnessing everything in to make it look as slick and TV as possible. So they'll keep doing that all the way up until we perform live. Absolutely. Just got to get those moments correct at this point and make sure those camera angles are are really maximizing, I believe is where we're at. Yeah, exactly. The one thing I do want to mention on that one is I've loved everything I've seen, but I do think there was, there's the growl moment. And if anyone watched that 30 seconds, the growl moment was there and they do pan back Mm. where I think you should always go in for a moment. We should focus on Alex doing the growl like they're doing the video. I'd love to see that rather than the shot choice at the moment, but you never know. There might be something happening with the shot that we were not. Seeing because I don't use every pyro, they don't use every effect in these early rehearsals. Well, you gave that feedback to the delegation last night, Dale of the Leaf. I may have done, <laughs> but I'm sure they're looking at all things and I'm sure they're not ignoring people like me, so it's fine. All right, shall we move on to, let's talk about Cyprus. Let's talk about the other Australian entrant in it, Andrew Lambrew. What do you think of um, what you've seen so far? Really good.
1: Really love the way they use the sort of elements of fire and water, which is universal. Um, it's about getting a message across with this song, and I think Andrew's done it very, very well. It's him on stage alone, um, which I think is terrific. Interesting choice of outfit. Uh, but look,
0: everything is tick, tick, tick for me. It looks really, really fantastic, and he seems to be nailing that vocal. Yeah, it sounds good. It looks good. I really like the big LED use. I think it's really simple but effective, and mm. I mean that in a really positive way. Just have big fire, have big water, have him singing it really well. I think this has always have jury appeal, and from what I saw of that presentation, this will also have televert appeal. I think this is a bit of a one to watch. I think you should be confident about getting through this semi final. to be honest. I think it's an, an excellent performance from what we've seen. All right, well let's start talking about the contenders mm. because they're all a lot of the two big ones are in the semi-finals. Let's start with Sweden. Obviously, you know the box, panini press, etc., is smaller than we've seen in Melody Festival Island, but ninety nine percent of people on the night would not have seen the Melody Festival Island performance. Exactly, I think if you're familiar with the Melody Festival
1: Island performance, this prop is perhaps not the most impressive thing but at the same token you're right 99% of people haven't seen it it is still effective Lorraine is still Lorraine and performs the hell out of it so yeah this is a contender
0: for a reason yeah exactly I still think there's some uh, visually stunning parts of this and she particularly I love the styling of it's very similar but they've opened up her like I think her hair a little bit and she just looks amazing and she just has such presence and she as you said will perform it so well I do think it's at least with this whole thing happening where maybe the staging impact at Melfest was more than what we've seen so far in the 30 seconds we need to see the whole thing Mm -hmm. I think it's at least made things interesting this week I think if she had come out with the Melfest one I'd be saying it's all over now I'm like oh this is we've got a race on our hands it's funny I I think the, the word on the ground here is everyone's saying the same thing the door is a
1: little bit ajar for someone to come through because she has been an overwhelming favorite at this point I think the stage with the sort of LED smoke, I don't know if that's really got the impact as real smoke may have had, and Like, maybe there was a bit too much of Melfest.
0: But, um, yeah, there's something here that is leaving the door ajar shall we say yeah exactly I think maybe there was too much smoke at Melfest where you couldn't see things so to take away that risk they've done the LED thing which I think does look good but maybe loses some of the impact as well so uh, it's a bit hard isn't it with the amount of people vaping in the UK just allow them
1: to vape during her performance (laughs) and you'd barely be able to see her
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's move on to Finland the other one who obviously is coming up from behind here Um, a bit of a kind of upgrade of the national final performance instead he's got a Bigger box, and you've got the dancers coming out of it, it seems mm. so far at the moment. I, I like really some elements of it. I have to say,
1: I wasn't completely blown away by it. Um, chatting to a few people last night, neither were they. It's great. He's good. The silhouette thing behind and the, and the screens
0: and everything work, but they just have to get those shots right. But I mean, it's a quality package and a, and a great song. What I like about it is, I always had an issue with those dancers taking up too much attention from him being in front. And it was a smaller stage. I like this box. I like them coming out of it. And from the other shots we've seen, he has more moments to really own everything rather than being the distraction. They're more complementary, I feel, from what I can see so far. So I actually like what I saw. But again, we've only got 30 seconds. But I think, um, yeah, I mean, this is still looking like the public... Vote favourite. Yeah, I'm picking this one to win the tally vote at this point. Now it's always getting like, how will Laureen do with the public and how will Cardia mm. do with the jury? Whoever does better than the other one may determine it. No, no, no. I think from slow mo last year, I think the juries are probably mirroring the public a little more nowadays. A little bit more on overall oppression. So mm. it should be interesting. But Does this leave room for someone to come in from sort of the behind, the kind of seconds and seconds and thirds and thirds to snatch a victory? One that's getting a lot of buzz, even though we haven't seen the full 30 seconds, but we've seen TikToks and pics, is France. It does look visually stunning from what we've seen in the pictures.
1: Yeah, obviously they've um, stuck to a very, uh, what do you call it, static uh, Lissara, she's going to be stood there performing. Um, th- it looks visually very, very good, and I think they've made some good choices from what we've seen. So, yeah, that's jumped
0: up in the odds. Yeah, and even though the big tall, big dressing has been done, obviously, a few times, mm-hmm. I still think it's, it's still a huge impact a lot of things are done at Eurovision again and again and for good reason they're just visually stunning and I think it's been a long enough time that this can still stand out and some of the French colours and the lighting looks brilliant but I don't get carried away with pictures and even TikToks I'm not getting like oh my god this can win I don't think this is a Eurovision winning song Mm. But she could never know, sneak through. I think it's going to have jury and televote appeal. I can imagine it's going to do well on both sides of that scoreboard. All right, jumping out on the other big fives, I think Spain. That looked good. Looked like a national
1: final performance sort of reboot with a bit more trimmings. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. Italy, which again is another one. That I hate I th- what he's wearing. <laughs> can I say, I hate it. That silver thing, it looks like he sewed it up himself. Like in a beginner's sewing class. No. Go and get
0: some Gucci or something. You're Italian for God's sake. Yeah, I wasn't... Blown away by it. And I did actually think this gave him an opportunity with this opening part where he's going to get televote and jury. Maybe um, if it was just a bit more impactful from what we've seen, mm-hmm. um, that he could have really snuck up there. But I still don't rule him out yet. Mm. Um, and for me, also, I'm going to mention the United Kingdom.
1: I mm-hmm. thought May Muller looks fantastic. I really love the way she's been styled. And um, there's some great LED use there. And that's going to be a banger to close the show. Indeed.
0: I really like some of those um, LEDs. They look great. Mm. Talking about LEDs, Austria, very LED heavy in their um, approach because it was always a question, Mark, how are they going to do this? They can't replicate that music video. And I think it looks visually very good. Yeah, I agree. It looks very, very
1: good. I just think it's not a song that really translates to a live stage with the impact that it has, for example, in that video. It's still very, very good. I wouldn't be surprised if it wins final too but people think it's a contender. I don't know if it's a contender. I think it's a top 10 for sure, because they can
0: perform it, but yeah, there's something about it. It just, it's not a live performance song. Yeah, I don't think it's a contender. Um, I do think it looks good with the LEDs, but it just doesn't have that impact. I wouldn't even say it's a, a guaranteed top 10. Uh, oh. I, yeah, I, I think it's missing an oomph, it's missing an impact. It's very just enjoyable and it looks quite slick, but I just don't think it has huge impact on it. But the song is so catchy, it still could definitely make the top 10. Mm. I don't doubt that, but I wouldn't be confident Oh, well, you're of allowed
1: it. to be wrong, Dale. That's good. All right. This well, it's coming from the top ten, light, no doubt about it.
0: Okay, and the other one, just to mention Norway. Kind of the forgotten song, because she's just doing an elevated national final performance. But this is catchy, this is good, and I think there will be appeal on both sides. I have to say, I loved her live performance at the Nordic party
1: last night. She was fantastic. And that scream note, I'm not going to call it a whistle note, the scream note <laughs> was on point. Uh, yeah, this is a national final uh, glow-up performance, but it
0: ticks all the boxes it's very Eurovision it'll be a great way to get semi-final one underway yeah it kind of feels the fifth to tenth at this stage but you know who knows let's see how it all pans out so those are the kind of contenders all just behind them we can't go through every song so we're going to just call out a couple here why don't you kick us off Mike well, one of the most talked about
1: entries all season has been Poland. Um, we were very confident that Blanca would get it all together by the time we got here. And from what we see from those clips, it looks fantastic. She sounds fine. Um, it, this, this is a glow up. This is, get, this is sailing through that semi final. If anyone thinks this isn't qualifying, this is qualifying. We have a dance break. And as I say, the whole thing looks very, very competent.
0: Oh, it's, it's sailing through. It's going to be up there in terms of where this finishes in the semi-final. Uh, I think it's definitely in the top half, if not top three. Uh, I'm saying that now because I just think it has that much impact. I think she she and the other singers doing the backing or whatever the case is sound <laughs> great. That's the whole thing. It, this is a public vote. It doesn't matter about the juries. Ooh. This overall impression is good. It looks really good. She looks amazing. I love the dress. Um, but, yeah, I think this is... Easily going through how it'll go in the grand finals, another thing. But she certainly brought it. Yeah, very good presentation looking like out of Poland. All right, I'll talk about one that I'm really impressed with is Albania. Talking about Sasha Jean-Baptiste. She has put her magic on this one because, yes, this isn't bringing anything new, but they've made it slick. The one thing about it was it was authentic and family and all that, but maybe just a bit dinky on the edges. She's polished it up and she's really brought that authenticity up to a nice, slick Eurovision performance.
1: There's a lot to work with, isn't there, with Albania? We've got the whole family, so we've got this sort of multi-generational vibe. And I think, as I was talking with Sasha last night, keeping those sort of core values of almost Albania, keeping it real, using the blacks, the reds, the fire, it, it all sort of makes sense. And you're right, it's just about polishing it up, and I think they've done a very good job.
0: Yeah, I was a bit worried about them. I don't feel worried now. I think they're going to get through it. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that'll get through. Um, I would say I'm feeling better. I'm, not, I'm quietly <laughs> yeah. confident they can get through. Yeah, I would say quietly confident they'll be there. All right, your other one you want to mention? Well, you
1: have to talk about Israel, Dale. What impact this has. Noah Carell and her dancing and the whole outfits and everything. We knew she was going to bring something. She's a star, this woman. I mean, it was always going to be a big performance. It looks like we're getting a massive performance. This is nailed on top 10 for me. Nailed on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the, it was really impressive. I like the kind of lighting um, style thing that she's in on that kind of slant. Um, I think the dancing looks great. It looks really confident. It looks fantastic. The one part that I'm not absolutely in love with is the shots they use for a dance break, where she kind of moves around and she's almost sat on the floor and gets up again. It just looks a little clunky to me, even though it's a very, like, it's hard dancing, but it doesn't look smooth i i just kind of mm. i don't know if that should be the centerpiece of it but i don't think it'll change the overall impression i do think this is coming for a top 10 again we've only got rehearsal little clips to look off i th- i think the thing with this
1: it's such a disparate song in ways. It's, we've got to see how it flows for the entire
0: three minutes. I like the portions we're seeing, put it that way. Yeah, I agree. Now, the other one I want to bring up, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is Malta. Now, they're doing very much the national final performance, except it's had a glow up. I like the visual impact. It has the car looks good. I just think with this, because there's a whole lot of other stuff in that semi-final which I just don't think is bringing it as much. And I think that fun style of the whole thing could see it get through beforehand i thought it had no chance i just think when you watch all those songs in a row of those um, 30 second clips i think this has got something that people will like even though history and logic says it has no chance (laughs) i'm glad you like it um (laughs) look
1: it's fine i think the boys do what they do it is an elevated national final performance from what we see, oh, I hate the car, can I say? I think oh, really? it looks like it plays school amateur hour.
0: But I think that's the whole thing, yeah, right? They're just yeah, being...
1: I'm allowed not to like it. You know, I think they do a great job of by the look of things. It's obviously elevated. I still think it's very much pushing it uphill at this point. Sorry, not working for me.
0: No, fair enough. The thing Mm. is, like, I I understand that, but what I'm trying to see is what the voters at home might like with the televote thing only, which Malta does struggle with it. It's just fun, Mm. and it's nice and it's light, where Mm. you've got these other ones, which I just don't know. I think a few have fallen down, which I thought might have been a bit better. Okay, well, I can see televoters liking about 12 others ahead of this one, put it that way. (laughs) Fair enough. Look, I don't feel confident about it getting through, but I just think it has more of a chance once I see it in that full line. I do like that act one act two, they have exactly. that sort of thing. They've got a lovely visual that comes up or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, good stuff. All right, we'll see, we'll see, hmm. we'll see. All right, look, we could go. Become <laughs> the Maltese fans for me again. Oh Twitter's going to be blowing up. Well, look, I think um there's obviously so many other rehearsals. I think the overall thematics for me was a lot of national final glow ups, but particularly in that first semi final, um some interesting other choices. There's some interesting outfits. There's a few shorts. That maybe should have been rethought. But um, we'll go through things properly once we see everything, particularly on Monday, where we'll see the dress rehearsal ahead of the jury show. Yeah, and by all accounts, uh, the technical and staging people
1: here in Liverpool have been fantastic, and the BBC doing a wonderful job for the delegations, apparently. So well done.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Well, we've talked about her already, um, Loren, Lorene, however you want to say it. We did have a chance to talk to her during the week. Kyriakos from the Ausvision team did get the honour of talking to our Eurovision 2012 winner and going back for it again this year. I think he was very nervous about talking to her. He never gets nervous, but I think he was like, "Oh my God, this is Lorene, and I'm about to talk to her." I know, I know, it sounds weird, but to actually
1: interview a Eurovision winner is a big thing, and
0: she is the favourite coming into this competition. So I could see why he was. Rightfully, very excited. And I tell you what, the interview is fantastic. Now, we're going to play a couple of minutes clip of it here. Uh, take a listen.
2: Today, we are speaking to Queen Lorraine herself or Mother Lorraine. What title do you prefer?
3: You know, honestly, I do prefer Mother Lorraine, to Mother be Lorene. honest. Something very warm and fuzzy about it. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I feel very motherly.
2: Well, let's get right into it. You're in Liverpool. You've had your first stage rehearsal. There's a lot of yeah. excitement online about the LED uh, the LED screens making their way to your Eurovision performance. How are yeah. you feeling about it all right now?
3: You know, I'm excited. I've been longing to to get here with my team and you know start working. You know, making sure everything is you know the right way. And you know, so it's it's so. Yesterday was our first first day and yeah we're still you know it's the first day so we're, yep. st- we're still not there but we're on our way man
2: <laughs> well you have been to Eurovision before and you've won as well um and yeah. now you're the favorite at this year's contest where you could potentially be the first woman to win twice i really want to know like does that even cross your mind do you think about that or is all your focus on your performance
3: I honestly, my whole body, mind, soul is on the performance. Like it's just, it's, it's a, I think it's also like, it's a, a respect thing because, you know, people have like expectations, they want to feel things, you know, for that to happen, I need to devote myself 100% to the performance, you know, it's just, I I really want you guys to feel that oh my god, she's actually they've they've been working really hard with it. I can't tell okay you know you don't want it to be like, oh, she just did something and blah, whatever you know, so my whole focus has been that I'm breathing I'm living this this performance and this 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 whole vibe, you know
1: well mother has arrived <laughs> uh look fantastic she's such a wonderful easy person she's got such a wonderful warm personality and I think Kyriakos really got that to out of her uh she's obviously also taking this favoritism on board she understands she's not a fool she knows she's the favorite to win but the same token she's focusing on what she can control which is about her performance and the rest of it should flow from there
0: Yeah, exactly. I love this. She seems just a very spiritual, warm person. So I can see why she's totally taking on that mother vibe. Mm. And we're all here for it. She's just brilliant. And yeah, look, this is hard to come in as she has what people consider the best Eurovision song of all time as a winner. And she knows, that you said, that pressure. And all she is working her butt off to make this work. And she just wants people to feel how they feel about it. And then, you know, the result will come. But... Even if she's not saying it, she wants that win.
1: Of course, she seems like badly. A, she seems like a very competitive person underneath as well, and there's nothing wrong with that. She wouldn't put herself in this position if she wasn't going for the crown. Yeah. She's only got legacy to lose rather than gain here. But, I mean, she, there's a lot of hurdles to get over, and we, I talked with you the other day about this. She'd need to be the first woman. She'd need to be the first person of colour. She'd need to be the first person in the televote era. Like, Johnny Logan won twice by juries. This is a completely different set of rules. So there's a lot of hurdles to clear here for her. I'm saying she, I'm not saying she can't do it. She can, but this is really really difficult so for her to come in and embrace it the way she has I think shows what a wonderful human being she is
0: yeah exactly and I don't want to take also the fact that you know she's a woman about to turn 40 and that hasn't been historically things that are always very easy Mm. and I think the fact that she's doing this and has a very good chance to win would be a huge victory Mm. if she can pull this off and she's got every chance and I tell you what you need to go and watch that interview with Kyriakos there's just a little flavor of it there but get to that YouTube channel of ours and watch it. It's only about nine, 10 minutes. Cause we already had, it was like, you've got 10, 15 minutes. And they were 10 minutes late. And He's got <laughs> as much as he could get out of it. So go and have a watch. It's just brilliant. Well, yesterday,
1: Dale, we did have the pleasure of actually sitting down and meeting our friend Andrew Lambrew for the first time. Obviously, we've had his updates throughout our podcast for the last month or so in his lead upcoming here to Liverpool. So it was fantastic to sit down and have
0: a chat with him now he's here. Yeah, it was such a good opportunity and he's so generous with his time because he'd just done his second rehearsal. That's a lot of um, strain on the voice and then had to sit down and do an interview with us for Mm. a good sort of 15 minutes or so. In a hotel restaurant, so you're going to hear some cutlery and you're going to hear some music and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So like a very generous time. We got to talk about his experience on the ground and a few other things as well from the last few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Got to meet his team
1: as well. His manager, uh, his representative from Panic Records, who was hilarious, really lovely, lovely guy. Um, So yeah very very generous and I have gotta say what a lovely man he really
0: was so shall we take a listen to the full interview Michael enjoy well if you've been listening to the Aussie Vision podcast over the last few weeks you've known that we've had the amazing Andrew Lambrew do his weekly updates with him with us and we are lucky to have him in person today welcome to the podcast
2: hello uh, thank you for having me it's great to be here
0: now I've really noticed in all your updates with us You've sounded, even it's from the very first one of getting your suitcase ready to going over to Cyprus, talking about it, you sound so excited and yep. not daunted in those kind of diary things. Yeah. Now you're on the ground, like, how are you feeling? Is it like uh, just a dream that you're here? How's it feeling?
2: You know what? It's actually, it's quite crazy because I've even surprised myself with how calm I am before the rehearsals and before everything. I really just feel calm. I feel excited. I feel like this is a special moment for me and I'm ready to go. And I really have worked very hard, you know, um, just in terms of this performance and this song. It's quite a beast to tackle. But I've worked so hard to the point where I feel very comfortable singing this song. And and also the messages that I've been receiving online from everyone, like uh, uh, it's so motivating for me. So I do feel calm and excited for sure.
1: Now, I was going to ask, mate, we were a couple of rehearsals in already. Um, by all accounts, we haven't seen the full rehearsals or anything like that. doesn't seem like much has changed from the first to the second, etc. Does that mean the preparation and everything's really paid off before getting here?
2: Yeah, I mean, it is going really well. And uh, for the second rehearsal, like, we're trying to sharpen up the edges. There are a few things. A lot of it's got to do with camera angles, too. Like, what what's most effective on, on TV? Um, things that you'll be able to see in the full performance, of course. But... Everything's feeling great. Um, I'm really excited with with how today went. My rehearsal um, it definitely went to another level, and I plan on taking it to the next level again for the next one. And by the time that we're that I'm ready for the uh, semi, I think we'll be good to go. So. I'm very fortunate and touch wood, everything's going swimmingly. Yeah.
0: And like we could see obviously there's a, a lot of fire backdrop, there's a lot of water backdrop on earth. it. It yep. looks phenomenal as well. And obviously the outfit looks fantastic too. Um when were you making those creative choices? Like how long ago did you decided to go with that effect and was it kind of like, wow, when you see it on the Eurovision stage, okay, this is working. Did you kind of have the vision of what it would actually be?
2: Yeah, I mean, we want the visuals to be powerful, and I think that the song's very powerful. Um, so I wanted the visuals to complement that. And uh, to see it come to life is great. And, and that's the thing, like, you have these things in your head that you want to work on stage, and sometimes you might get to the Eurovision stage, and, and it's not really... F- Piecing together, Uh, but we're really fortunate and uh, happy that things are falling into (laughs) place, which is great, and that takes a lot of stress off my shoulders and the entire team. So, I'm very grateful for that. But uh, yeah, we—I think that the elements of Earth are very powerful uh, images, um, and I think that that's why we've kind of run with that because it's an epic vocal. We want an epic uh, visual and. There you go. Are
0: you um, like going into the room to see the video footage or are you leaving that to like your creative
2: team? I'm I'm in there. I'm in there. Front row. Front row in there. 100%. Yeah. I like to be across everything and um, it's good we can talk creatively together and uh, I'm very much a part of the creative process of course uh, which is very important to me so everything's going great.
0: Yeah. Nice. I was always worried about like, not worried but always thought. If you have this vision you get to Eurovision, then suddenly it doesn't work. You can't really turn things around <laughs> very much, so it's good to hear it's gone well. That's
2: a scary thought, yeah. Have you, have
0: you had to, is there anything major that you treat just the camera shots or anything? Anything else?
2: Um, I can't speak too much into detail, but it's really, as I said, about sharpening the edges. So... Mm that could be that that's got to do with lighting that's got to do with camera angles that's got to do with you know there are flames on stage what what shots make the flames pop with me on there and things like that and um on top of that it's also got to do with my engagement in the performance um so working out exactly where i need to be looking on stage what cameras i need to be looking out for um to make it something that the people at home can connect to not just the audience in the arena so they're the main points, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask that that point of connection coming through yeah. the camera so important for a, for a ballad in particular. So yeah,
0: great to hear that you're really honing those little uh, elements Thanks. in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. You didn't do the pre-parties. You obviously did the one in Sydney, but yeah. like not the ones in Europe. Um, have you had much kind of contact with fans on the ground here in uh, Liverpool? Like, what's that experience been
2: like? Yeah, honestly, I've been getting thousands of messages, and um, <laughs> yeah. it's it's really special. It yeah. really is. Uh, seeing the reactions, because at the end of the day, it, it is a competition. So when it's a competition uh, space, people are entitled to their opinions, and they're going to say what they feel. So to get genuine, positive answers from thousands of people is just ridiculous it's crazy for me it's yeah. so motivating and i think that's got to do with uh, how calm i am knowing that i not only believe in myself but so many people around the world believe in me too and and i'm getting all this positivity and, and i'm someone that feeds off positive energy yeah. i like to emit that myself so yeah it's all it's all it all comes in together but the feedback has been amazing, the messages are amazing, and uh, each day I just look at the tasks ahead and I just try and give it everything, and up until the show.
0: And you uh, would have seen Voyager this week, yep. obviously your uh, Australia decides a long way. Was that the first time you saw them since the Gold Coast last year?
2: Yeah it was, oh it was, wow. so a few days ago I saw them for the first time, we were both very busy so we just did a quick hello, took a, ph- took a photo and then we had to go, but I saw them again yesterday. And I saw Ashley today at the arena. Um, but it's so good to catch up with them, you know. Uh, I'm cheering them on as they are cheering me on. And, and that's the beauty of Eurovision, isn't it? So they're a bunch of lovely people, talented people. And it's really crazy how life works out sometimes. <laughs> I, I guess I wanted to ask also, does it, did your appearance in Australia to
1: really directly lead to you getting this opportunity with Cyprus?
2: I mean, potentially. I know they've been looking at me for a few years now. Um, and I think I think the main thing was that they got the green light that if they were to ask me, I would say yes. I think that was the biggest thing. This is quite different to Australia Decides last year. Um, very different, actually. So, they, they believed in me a lot with uh, what I do online, and they saw that I'm a Eurovision fan, and so then they reached out and made it happen. Yeah.
0: And so um, going back to another one of the little diary entries you did for us and what you've spoken about online, yep. um, you obviously got to go to Cyprus mm-hmm. recently, uh, which I think in that last update you did, it sounded such, like such a special uh, moment for you. Yep. Uh, I know you spoke about it last week. Do you just want to talk in your words now, particularly you've had the time to reflect on it here in Eurovision, yep. competing for Cyprus. Like, What did that mean to go and have that connection before coming to Eurovision?
2: Yeah, it was... One of the most beautiful moments of my life, genuinely. Um, I'm very connected to my roots and I'm a very proud Cypriot Greek Australian. That's for sure. And uh, my parents have told me for many years that when I go to where I'm from, where the villages, I'm going to feel something that I've never felt before. And uh, I said to my dad and mum, I said, I look forward to that one day. And Eurovision's gifted me that opportunity. I went to those villages. Just started crying out of nowhere. Nothing even happened. I just started crying. <laughs> yeah. like that. That's wow. that's how I explain it. And um, you know, then then meeting family members that I'd never met before, yeah. seeing the resemblance in how they look, and yeah. just it, it's crazy things, yeah. very mind blowing things for me. Um, it just made me realise that the history is just crazy, and and the stories that my grandparents would tell me um, when I was younger, they all kind of come to life. Oh. And I think one of the reasons it was so special for me is my grandparents aren't very well at the moment um my my grandmother has stage four cancer and and my grandfather was um he had a horrible accident about four years ago and became a quadriplegic so for me so they're not able to go back to cyprus anymore and for me to go there to facetime them um to show them where i am you know they were crying too and i think that's part of the reason why it's so special and also, for my, my dad and, and my mum, they do so much at the moment, caring for my grandparents. We're a very tight-knit family, so for me to be doing this process of Eurovision is this really big beam of light onto, onto my family yeah. um, during difficult times. So that's part of the reason why it was so emotional for me and so special, and I think that me being gifted this opportunity of Eurovision now at at this time, it, it, it's much more than just a performance for me. It's it's what I want to do in my life, and I, I really do think that sometimes destiny has its way. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it's special. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you want to grab have- your?
2: I was looking gonna. Well, actually, voice. well, like you're having.
0: So, uh, Andrews is having some honey and tea or honey <laughs> water. Do you have like something that you have to uh, do to look after your voice during the week? Because obviously, there's a lot of interviews like this. Yeah. And I guess you've, you know, your voice is your instrument. Um, do you have to make sure you keep looking after
2: it? Yeah, without a doubt. I have, um, as much as I can throughout the day. I have a little concoction of hot water, half a lemon, ginger, and honey. Um, that's really great for the for the voice. Um, plenty of strepsils and and all those types of things, plenty of water, but you kind of feel it. For example, today my voice is pretty tired, I had had my rehearsal, plenty of singing, so after our interview today I'll be shutting off the vocal cords.
0: God, I think I'm going to like take note of that because not that we sing, but we've got podcasts every day. We're going yeah, to We're gonna work hard, but party hard as well this week. So whatever you just say, I'm going to re- now listen back on it and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that yeah. every day. Ginger, water, honey.
2: Yeah, do it. It's great. I mean, that's the thing. I sp- I said to the team, I'm not having a single sip of alcohol until this is finished no, right. uh, because um, I'm focused. So I look forward to partying with you after it's all finished. <laughs>
1: Um, I guess I wanted to to ask about that because you just mentioned you are focused. You do seem to come across as quite level-headed, quite driven. Have you always been that guy? Did you know that you were going to be a musician and you were going to make it work?
2: Yeah, I I have always felt that I'm going to be a musician. It's what I love. It's my passion. Um, As I mentioned before, I think I've even surprised myself a little bit on this trip um, because this is the biggest thing I've ever done in my life. But I feel very calm and collected and, and I think it's because... It's got to do with the, the work I've put in, you know? Um, it's got to do with how much I've focused and, and how much this means to me. It means a lot. Um, so I've put in a lot of work, and, and one of the best things and best bit of advice that I've learned and I can give to any other artist is like you have to trust your body. Trust your body. If you know you can sing a song, you can sing a song. So believe in that. And um, that's where my head's at now. It's like I don't have to practice every single day now. I've put in so much work. The muscle memory's there. I know I can sing this song, so just go out there and do it.
0: God, it sounds like the, like an athlete in a way. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that muscle memory, that preparation. Um, just coming back before you were talking about, obviously, your you know your family and you know that you wanted to do this for a long time. You have been such a Eurovision fan for so many years yeah. and I think a lot of people do know some of the story about you going to play Molotvar on the piano <laughs> and things like that but I think this is also coming back like this is the 40th year SBS has been broadcasting Eurovision yeah. so I mean what, what did it mean to have a competition like Eurovision in Australia being from a Greek Cypriot background being able to connect with that like what what did that mean for like you and your family?
2: I mean it means a lot and Australia, we're very culturally diverse. Uh, it doesn't matter how far away we are from any other country, we're very culturally diverse. Um, you'll find many families like mine, if it's Lebanese, Greek, it doesn't matter, Serbian, any any family, they, they're culturally and uh, traditionally, you know, traditional if that makes sense that they're, they're connected they keep their traditions but they live in australia and they also have the australian culture within the family um so that's why eurovision we we belong in eurovision australia belongs in eurovision because we have the support base there we have the culture in australia it just makes sense to me i know that it's eurovision but at the end of the day eurovision has united so much of the world for so long so now we're a part of that too so yeah
0: and the, your your family as well I mean will they be watching Australia is anyone travelling over or? 10
2: people are coming 10 people yeah yes. oh, like,
0: <laughs> sort of extended family are coming in
1: yeah, yeah family
2: friends 10 of them are coming they wouldn't miss it for the world yeah. <clears throat> and that makes me even more motivated you know
1: yeah, I, I was going to ask, how do you think they'll be feeling when you take the stage? They're
2: going to cry. I guarantee it. I really, I really do hope yeah. that the uh, TV cameras pick, pick up where they are in the, in the crowd because there'll be tears, and I'm looking forward to making them proud. Oh,
0: terrific. Well, look, we, we don't want to hold you too much longer because, look, you know, you've got to look after your voice. And, <laughs> um, we do obviously wish the best for you next Thank week. You. One last question. Mm-hmm. What will success for you look like next week at Eurovision?
2: I mean, success for me will be walking off that stage extremely happy with my performance, knowing that I gave it everything and knowing that I just put my heart out on the stage. What will be will be after that with results we all all 37 of us artists have a job to do and uh, if you walk off the stage feeling proud of what you've done then you can't ask for much more so if that if that uh results in me going to the final or placing top 10 then that's even better but for me i just want to walk off the stage and feeling really happy and proud of my efforts
0: Oh, well, look, we're we are so proud of what you've done, thank you. um, and we know what you're going to do next week, and we will definitely be cheering for you. Um, and we hope all the Australians will be voting in that semi-final. We were lucky enough to draw um, yes. you in the semi-final, which is great. But you were happy with that draw, oh, yeah, for
2: sure, <laughs> for sure. Greece and Australia, right? Couldn't get any better. Couldn't get much better than that. Yeah,
0: but look, thank you so much for your time, not thank just today, you. through the last few weeks. We've enjoyed your journey so much. Thank and you. Best of luck, like, best of luck, next week from all of us here at. Vision.
2: Thank you so much and all the support from Aussie Vision I've been feeling the love and it means so much to me so thanks for everything.
1: No worries. May I ask just one last thing mate a little message in Greek uh, for
2: the Greek Cypriot community? Ah message in Greek, yeah. well then ignore me I'm learning <laughs> but I appreciate everything that you do and all the messages and thank you
1: so much. Well, as I say, we were in a busy restaurant for the interview, but uh, I'm sure everyone gets the vibe there. What strikes me about Andrew is just how calm and focused he is. He obviously is that kind of young man. We talked about it, how focused
0: he is, how driven he is, and also how much family meant to him. Like I was welling up. Oh yeah. He was it was like, like there's obviously a lot of things going on with this family mm. and the fact that they're gonna come over and as he says in that one he's like how they're gonna act how are they gonna feel when you ask that question. It's like they're gonna cry. <laughs> and you know that's it's just gonna be a beautiful moment. And as you said, he's just very focused. He's got this wonderful energy about him. Mm. Um not just his just general presence, which he's got a pop star quality to oh, like yeah. it just hits you when you meet him, but also just like, yeah, I'm gonna go and do my thing and we're gonna see how it goes. But I think he's got you know, he said that he just wants to go off stage and um, feel like good. No, I think he's got a few ambitions from this, I reckon. Absolutely. It is just the start
1: for him, really, I think. And you're right. What struck me is that he goes, I'll go out and do the best I can, and however the votes fall, however the placings fall, is where they fall. He can't control that. He understands that, which is really a very sensible way to look at things.
0: Yeah, and I must say, we are totally off to Tesco now to buy some honey and ginger (laughs) and to have it in hot water and some strepsils because we're already (laughs) cooking our voice on day two. So we... <laughs> need to take an Andrew Lambrew approach and um, look after our voices for the mm. next week too. Yeah, it might take it easy today, I think. All right, well, that's it for today. We will be joining you again ahead of the Jurian Live show. So keep an eye out for the next episode. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's a great time here on the ground in Liverpool. All right, so catch you next time.
1: As always, thanks for
0: joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.